Welcome, everybody, to another Angry Wargamer podcast. I'm your host, Jason, the Angry Wargamer. And Drew and Lando are here, and we're doing kind of something special. I'm on TikTok Live while recording this, so there's going to be some chat interaction. Um, you won't be able to hear anybody else, obviously, but you can hear us talking in the room. So, that being said, what's up, guys? <laughs> Not much. How about you? Everybody doing all right? You doing okay? Everyone hydrated? Fan fucking tastic. High <laughs> energy because we got an Orlando who's actually charged up and has Sunny D at the ready. Damn fucking right. <laughs> I'm solid. Had a good week. Works fucking rolling along and got a bunch of really nice MTG stuff for my collection. So I'm not going to complain. Including I have my own mana crypt now for my one deck. Fantastic. 165 bucks later. I am now a follower of the Order of the Air Fryer, as I got that for Christmas. I am now a believer. I now follow the disciples of the of the fire pans of old. I also am a reverend, if that has any bearing what on things. <laughs> I'm not joking. I am a, I am a, when the fuck did this happen? No, oh right, yeah. He literally can now marry anybody legally. Yep. There you go, folks. We can now marry you on the podcast. <laughs> I'm also technically a lord in Scotland, so I'm Lord Reverend Drew now. Or Reverend Lord, your choice. <laughs> Reverend Lord, your choice. And once he, has a, once he has a plot of land in Scotland that he could call his own, he's going to be building an army of his own. Can it's I have a claymore? One, it's only one square foot of land I own. That's still something worth defending. <laughs> have you have you gotten your NFT land yet, though? <laughs> I mean, that technically is an NFT in its own right, but <laughs> kind of uh, to me, it's the same quaintness as like when you buy your your loved one a star or like a constellation they they own, and you give like a little placard with like wh- where in the sky it's located. You think the extraterrestrials that live on those stars <clears throat> get extremely offended when they find out that their star is? owned illegitimately yeah. by someone from millions like, of miles that's away. That's like the biggest fucking grift ever. Like, <laughs> that was NFTs before NFTs. Sorry, crypto people. <laughs> I, I don't... Oh, that is... I no, that's the boomer's NFT. Yeah, that's fair. Well, who's the Nigerian prince then? Um, is, this, is it just... Is it a timeless old, thing? Old Gen X... Uh, old, uh, old boomer, young Gen X. Or fuck, <laughs> I don't know what you call it. Old boomer, young Gen X? I fucking don't know at this point. There, there's an age attached to it. I don't give a shit. If if Phil was here, he'd be bitching at us about using generational theory because he thinks it's bupkis. <laughs> She's fine. Think whatever he wants. I mean, to be fair, I mean, cause correlation does not equal causation. But damn, you can only do it. You can it can only happen so much before you start thinking there's a connection. Well, yeah, because human beings tend to categorize things relatively straightforward. But let's not talk about intellectual shit. Let's talk about the stupid shit. Yeah, oh, stupid first shit. Off, first off. The uh, someone's already wants to take you on your offer to get married, <laughs> to, and not to get married, but to marry. So I think it's to get married. I, I didn't quite catch that. <laughs> they said they asked, "Who am I married to?" And how? Wait, how soon is too soon to ask a favor of them? <laughs> I feel like this is a mafia question. I'm not gone. You come to me on the day of my daughter's wedding. <laughs> And ask me for a favor. <laughs> a favor you can't refuse. <laughs> Fantastic. No, uh, so the NFT question from last time, um, Quiggles basically told me that I am not wrong about whatever I said last time on the podcast about NFTs. 
some of most of them are scams. Yeah. Uh, but then you got to find the right one, the good ones, I guess. Yeah. So. Sift through all the shit to find the one gleaming turd. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, I'd rather not. That's like literally trying to find gold through the toilet bowl. That's not happening. Yeah. Well, with the fact that crypto's tanking right now, and a lot of people are just buying crypto for hopes that it goes back up, kind of frightens me. Well, I mean, so. isn't that the rule to buy the dip? Yeah. Yeah. That's especially if you're especially well. So so he showed me a like chart. And he thinks that we're past the denial stage and we're at like the like rebuild stage of the chart. If it happens, it happens. I hope the people who are holding crypto right now. I I'm hope- sorry. The moment you said denial, I thought I'm like, wait, I thought there were five stages of grief. Yeah. No, no, it's, yeah. <laughs> I'm just getting rid of my money <laughs> at this point. <laughs> well, I think at this point, you, that's also the reason why there you've seen for the past two years, because it's been almost two years now, folks. In two more months, it will have officially been two fucking years since the shit show with COVID started. But a lot of people have just glommed on to collectibles and stuff. Like, there's still stuff going on with Pokemon. There's still stuff going on with baseball cards. The only reason it's rained in at the moment is because the stores Funko, have been raining Funko in. Pops are starting to die, though. So if Good. Yeah, Let them die. Well, no. I'm, I'm talking about the secondary market of Funko Pops. I don't give a shit. Let them all die. Fuck Funko I'm sure, Pops. I'm sure if Tara Sophia was here, she'd be a fucking jumping for joy, too. Yeah. She fucking hates Funko Pops. <laughs> Look, I may Not own a few, good, yeah. but that's that's just it. I own like two. I own the ones I want, and I only own them because I have no interest in buying like Nendroids or any of the like expensive Figma figures or XH Figuarts shit that's out there. At least those the, are the, the, the higher quality than a sto- a literal solid piece of plastic that can't move whatsoever. I think honestly, if you're gonna get into collectibles, the only collectibles that are actually worth anything are what hot toys, uh, sideshow collectibles, the high end Bandai stuff. Yeah, I'm talking about like the very high end Bandai stuff. Yeah, um, and then vintage toys. Like that's the only thing. Right. Like, or the, if you're or the one Drew, you sent me those uh, videos about that Gundam shit, right? The the uh, the mobile suits that uh, look like uh, the Three Kingdoms. Characters. That shit was slick, no. man. So hot toys, five hundred dollars. So uh, hot toys uh, is actually a company. What they do is they they like stitch like little jackets and stuff for like I don't know. Like they make their like they are the ones that look like real life people when you take pictures of them. There's a couple of guys on TikTok that take pictures of their mini, uh, not minis, but their uh, action figures. And like set them up in different poses and stuff, and they look like real people when you get up close. Like they're like two hundred dollars an action figure, so and they're uh, the company is called Hot Toys. So that answers your question. It's not we're not talking dildos here, all right, buddy. Not talking dildos. <laughs> well, there's a market for like the, uh, for like the Uncanny Valley figure stuff, um, like the reborn uh, baby dolls that they make. Yeah. Um, there's actually a TikToker that I follow who is bi- extremely big into that. And, uh, like people were doing videos about that one thing where she was, she had that reborn that people thought was a real baby and she took the head off of it and you saw everyone's oh, doing everybody the reaction. freaked out. Yeah. yeah. Cause like, <laughs> like I follow her. Twisted I legit, the head off. <laughs> yeah. I legit follow her. Cause it's just like she, what she, what she collects is essentially like to me, it's awesome because they're really, really, he, she turned a baby Yoda into a fucking reborn. Like, I don't think so. Really I don't think, cool. I think some of those are actually done for, um, like people who have, uh, like stillbirths and stuff like that. Miscarriages, That's what, yeah, miscarriages. Yeah. yeah, but and, and but she collects them just cause. But there are, but it is actually a ther- form of therapy, so it makes sense. But yeah. yeah, like that that and that that realistic doll thing. That's that's a craze that's been going on for a bit now. 
And it's actually kind of cool when you look at that. Also freaky as fuck, but yeah. I don't I, I don't judge for that. That's just my own weird. That's a, what's the statement? You don't you can't control what makes the hairs on your neck stand up. That's that's kind of the thing. Yeah, but I mean, some of these like the the Bruce Campbell one, the Jason horror figure ones. Oh, those are gorgeous. Um, the Mandalorian one, like all of them, like they look like real toys, like not real, like not real, real toys, real people right. when you take pictures of them. Yeah. So obviously they're more photography tools than really anything. Yeah, but it's still nice that they have that kind of shit. It, like, there, when it comes to collectibles, there is an echelon for every price point. If you want to be more basic, like it's the same with Gundam with Gunpla. Like, there's basic versions of Gunpla you can buy that's you know entry level shit that's not going to cost you more than make twenty bucks at most. Yeah, and it's still fun to build, and you still get to go through it. It comes with all the you know brick a brick that usually comes with. It, they're like what I think the cheapest like Gundam. Well, depending on what you're going for. Like the real, real cheap ones, you can get them for like I think 10, 15 bucks. And then like the Gundam Gundams, like we're talking about the chibi ones first off. The Gundam Gundams go for about like twenty bucks, twenty to twenty five bucks. Oh, you're talking about the pop. SD stuff, the yeah. super deformed, yeah. yeah, yeah, the SD stuff. I did actually have a super deformed one at one point when I was younger. I didn't, I, I, it was okay, but that was before they had all the you know the paint pens and you know using paint instead of the fucking decals that comes with shit and it's just like so they don't even come with decals anymore you actually have to go to like a third-party company to get the decals for them now jesus christ but dude anybody can make decals you can make your own decals and just print them print them on decal paper right and put them onto the miniature like right. miniature people have been doing that forever so it's just cool because you get like a like a set of like specific like gundam ones that like fit whatever like core or like model they are whatever it is but Nothing special. <laughs> well, I mean, they, they do that stuff with um, Transformers figures. There's, uh, they're called repro, uh, repros, and uh, they they add extra flair to figures because a, a lot of the modern Transformers figures don't have any kind of sticker sheets, unless they're bigger figures, and they will have them. Like the Titan class ones tend to have them, but like Commander class, Leader class, those whatever's on there is already put on there. So the repro labels give you the ability to. Uh, they're called to- the company's called Toy Hacks. And um, they give you a bunch of extra stickers that you can throw on there to accentuate stuff like battle damage or um, in the case of the one I bought, which was for uh, uh, the figure mainframe that came with um, the arc. Uh, it adds like stuff on the screen. It gives you like, you know, blips and boops all over the place like it's a real computer. So it's really kind of cool. I love I like that kind of shit. And it's and it's usually done by fans and they usually do a really fucking good job. So like kudos to them. Yeah. 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 That's, that's all we got to say about that one. The other thing I did pick up this week was I picked up the Commander Collection Black. Um, not as good as green. Still good. Not as good as green, though. Green wins at the moment because of the stuff that came in green. What, Worldly Tutor was the big one. Worldly Tutor and Sylvan Library. Okay. I and the Omnath reprint. It, didn't they ban that Omnath, though? Nope. That was the one that illegal. got banned? All right. There's, no, no. None of the Omnaths got banned. They're all legal still. The only one that got banned was banned in standard. Oh, okay. Then okay. that would be the four color Omnath. And yeah. And then it came with, um, Fraley's and then, um, fucking, uh, the soul ring and the command tower, which every set comes with. Right. Yeah. And they're specifically, they look like the colors. So like the soul ring has like leaves coming off of it. And the command tower has like a, a sprout of green coming out the sides, the black one, the soul ring is like cascading corruption and the command tower is like it's in like this unearthly like purple aura. It's it's really cool. Yeah. And then I, black and the, but it came with toxic deluge. It came with the flip Liliana. It came with um, uh, uh, reanimate, which is a good reprint. So yeah, 
Yeah, I like the the reanimate the Frixian Arena. Frixian and Arena, yes. That Lily, not Liliana, the um, Toxic Deluge. Toxic, yeah, Toxic Deluge was the or the two or the three cards that I like from that. But you were telling me it was eighty bucks, and I don't know if I would have paid eighty bucks for it. I paid because, fifty for mine yeah, because 50 it was in sounds store. Like a better price. I'm talking about online prices. It's oh, going for eighty fine. online. Yeah, I know. If you can find it local, uh, I had a few places that were selling it. I only picked it up. I picked it up on my way home from work. Um, so the, that place was selling it for fifty. And I'm like, I'm snagging it for fifty because I don't. I think that's about where everyone's going to be selling it at. And and it's just easier that way. Um, I paid fifty five fifty for the green collection, and that thing was. They were selling that for over a hundred at one point, weren't they? Right, because but the Worldly Tutor was in it. Worldly Tutor yeah. and Sylvan Library, two two of the more power reprints that were in there. But so all the people that are saying that they don't reprint the reserve list, <laughs> like they're Worldly doing Tutor it. technically <laughs> isn't a reserve list, neither is Sylvan Library. Sylvan Library was reprinted in a master set, and Worldly Tutor was reprinted in one of the um, uh, numbered editions. I believe fifth or sixth edition it was reprinted in. So there was a reprint of it. So it it, it can't be reserve list. <laughs> No, they've they, they took it at one point. It was reserve list, wasn't it? Well, yeah, because it was part of Mirage, but they took right. it off. They took it off quickly and threw it on and reprinted it in. I'm gonna say sixth edition. It has to be sixth. Um. So yeah, it was sixth edition. So yeah. Um. All so far, value wise. Oh, and there's no Pheomancer in there, which is was only ever printed in one commander set, commander uh, deck. Deck. And it's a good card. So. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah, it's good stuff. If you wanted to pick it up, I'd say do it. But like I said, don't pay more than like 50 or yeah. 55 at most if they're shipping and handling. Because like when it first was spoiled, I'm like, I have most of these cards already and most people already have these cards. So yeah, that one's good. Um, <laughs> apparently he's telling someone to eat a dick. I don't <laughs> so anyway. I'll duck down, all right? How about that? I'll scrunch up. You're already pretty short and stocky already, so don't do that. <laughs> oh, they're saying they're like, having trouble reading the chat because of the, the shirt, which I have on that says, first of all, eat a dick. <laughs> it's only a suggestion. Yeah. <laughs> first of all, there's still a second part to it. <laughs> uh, what, do you, what do you got for us, Orlando? Oh, um, well, the, the forbidden list for 2022 for Yu-Gi-Oh! is about to be uh, released in a couple days. Nice. Um. So the things that I wanted to talk about just on the grounds that uh, for whatever reason, Imperial Order got banned. Imperial Order got banned. <laughs> Are Why? you? Look, I honestly don't have any idea. It's smart. As far as the tournament scene, I haven't been around it too much, all things considered. But I don't understand why the Imperial Order got banned. But for whatever reason, Skill drain was got put to unlimited. Skill drain. What does skill drain do? Skill drain negates the effects of all monsters on the field while after you pay a thousand life points for activating it. And monster monster cards are the biggest deal in Yu-Gi-Oh. So having that having having such a powerful effect, it's ridiculous. Yeah, you can easily remove it with spell or trap removal, but you can do the same thing with Imperial Order. It's a per- permanent trap card. But for some reason, it gets banned. While the more imp- the more heavily centered skill drain gets banned, I mean, gets uh put to unlimited. That's ridiculous. It used to be part of the ban. It used to be for prohibited itself, and now it's 
Unlimited? What the hell? After all these years. We need max level to answer this. <laughs> it makes no sense. But yeah, like, those are the two biggest ones that I, um, that for me personally, that I, I just can't understand. I mean, it makes sense if they're banning uh, the Samorg Bird of Sovereignty because that shit's been getting broken with the new, with the way the current meta is working. It makes sense. Um, and they've, for whatever reason, they decided to semi-limit scapegoat. Okay. All right. Like, <laughs> but fine. But I that oh, here we go. This card was only banned um within the last year, and for some reason they've unlimited Red Eyes Darkness Metal Dragon. Why? Are they giving more dragon support? No, that's a Red Eyes card. But yeah, technically it's also generic dragon support, but. Oh well, it has it has something to do with the fact that the late the the latest TCG core set is getting red eye support as well as blue eye support, and then they're they're also getting dark magician support. Jesus Christ, how much more legacy support do we need? We need more dark magician support because I like dark magician. I'm glad you do. <laughs> I'm glad you enjoy it. I personally would want more ancient warrior support, even though it's an archetype that nobody fucking uses. Is it more used than the, uh, what is it? Uh, what is it named? The, the Scorpion, uh, gang. What is it called? Oh, the Dark Scorpions. Dark Scorpions. <laughs> Nobody gives a shit about Dark exactly. Scorpions. <laughs> There's such a joke archetype. There's only like five cards in the game with that thing. <laughs> no one gives a shit about it. You want to talk but, about Master Duel while you're at it? Yeah, sure. Why not? So I started playing Yu-Gi-Oh! Master Duel because a friend of mine kept What's asking. It on? Everything. It, it, it's available on the Switch, PS4, Xbox One, Xbox One X, uh, PS5, and Steam. PC. Is it like every other old Yu-Gi-Oh! game? Uh, it's more like that Magic the Gathering arena, arena sort of shit. It plays like Arena, according to him. Yeah, it's got it's, not be a good it's got that similar fucking interface. Right. And for the most part it's fine, but just don't get the Switch version. Oh, come on. It's like the only thing I would ever play it on. It's, it's, it's so buggy, dude. Wait till the wait till they patch it, then do it. Yeah. Oh, okay. get, yeah. It's it's, it's kind of bit glitchy right now. Buggy. Why is it like What's wrong with it? Dude, That's the one you're playing the, it on, right? Yeah, because I thought it was going to be the most optimal version, but it isn't. It isn't. It it delays on loading. It's frame rate chugs, despite that it's a fucking card game. And you're playing on the OLED, right? Yes. What the fuck? <laughs> Shouldn't be like that. It doesn't even have legit animations, dude. And it still chugs. Also, I mean, it's technically it's also technically a free to play game, so it has. You know, but it, 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 I'm assuming it's like Magic Arena where you can buy packs and shit like that. You can yeah. do that. It has its own. No, it has its currency, but you could also buy it directly. So whatever. But like, oh, small indie dev is someone's telling us. Yeah, but I mean, I feel like if you're gonna put out a game like that, you should be putting it out. Even if the dev is doing it, it's fucking Konami. They have the money to right, actually yeah. pay them to do this shit. You think you think Konami gives a shit? That's no, the best of course. Part. Yeah. That's the thing. Konami don't give a fuck. It's a joke. <laughs> before we know it, before we know it, we're gonna start seeing Yugi Moto at fucking uh, 
you know, those uh those bingo machines that they have in Japan. I did you know that they stopped Jump Force? Yes. That they like they completely cut the servers off and everything? Yes. I, I didn't realize that. Oh shit. Like what the hell? Because no one was playing it. My kid was playing it. Well, apparently they didn't <laughs> care whether or not your kid was playing Jump Force. Fair. They put all they added all the JoJo characters and then all of a sudden they were just like, "No, we're done." And then just cut the, That's like the first fighting game in a long time that just Straight up said, no, we're done with these servers. It's fucking Konami, man. Fucking oh. Konami. Yeah. That, is it Konami for Jump no, Force? No, 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 no. That's, that's Namco Bandai. That's was about to say, that's Bandai. Yeah, Namco Bandai. That's that weird, then. That doesn't seem like something they would do. Yeah, there has to, it has to be a numbers thing for them to do that. Yeah. It didn't make, it didn't to be fair, to that's a lot of fucking... That's a lot of fucking properties. So they needed... To balance. Yeah. yeah, they needed a good player base to make it worthwhile. Maybe well, the- almost everybody was using, from what my kid was saying, they were all just using JoJo. Like, the, all the JoJo characters were being used. No one was really using any of the other characters. What? Not even Seto Kaiba? No. Screw the rules. I have money. <laughs> oh, no. No. This is the whole point of the chat. You're supposed to fuck with us. Like, this is how this goes. <laughs> yeah, motherfucker. Throw it out. Throw it out. Put your dick on the table and measure it. We'll see if you got the ball. I wanted, I wanted to have like an interactive experience, even though like I'm you not going to talk over people. You got them lady balls, don't you? To talk to the to the chat. Now, who? It, hold on. Yeah, if if it's, I think what it will, what Jay and I will do is if it's an FTP game, free to play game, then we'll just wait until they do the actual patches, and then you and we'll jump in, and then we can harass you. That don't you'll, work. you'll beat the hell out of us because we're both fucking greenhorns at this game well so. yeah it, yeah i'm gonna have to learn the whole fucking game oh pl- it's got it's got please it's it'd got be the same with me no. too right yeah yeah it'd be the same with me if i was playing magic with y'all you know you'd kick my ass any fucking day of the week honestly well, if you played arena it would give you a good idea how to play and they got a good tutorial if you wanted to learn and that way and that's fine it's not that i'm it's not that you already know which archetype of magic that i want to play Stompy. and that's and that's likely never going to be in circulation. <laughs> what are you talking about? It's perfect. Like you can do mono green. Like I have a mono green deck everything. for him. Eventually, Cramp, he yeah. has to take. No, <laughs> there doesn't. There's oh, the he, three kingdoms deck that I want. That he I, wants to build an actual three kingdoms uh, commander uh, using the portal three kingdoms cards, which are excruciatingly expensive right now. Because it was a re- it was a limited print run uh, portal set. A yeah, lot of those one sets... of the early sets back in what ninety three, ninety four. No, no, you have to go further. Uh, portal Three Kingdoms was two thousand two thousand one, I believe. It was the final of the three portal sets they came out with. Because there's Portal First Age, Portal Second Age, and then uh, Portal Three Kingdoms. Just one, two, three. Um, the Three Kingdoms one was um, was limited you have print. To go further back. When was it? Ninety nine. Okay. Oh wow! A year. <laughs> Stroke me. Okay, it's more accurate than I was. Hey, I'm the one wearing the shirt. Just remember that. <laughs> it's not going to change my statement. I'm wearing a shirt too. It says oh, that it. settle this like adults, and we're playing with NES controllers. Forgot to bring that thing for you. What thing? Your hat reminded me of it. Um, one of the things that I got from a random grab bag for Christmas, like ten years oh, ago. Oh yeah, you were telling me. I have about it. Yeah, I have yeah, a yeah, thing yeah. of Yankee storage totes that I want to get rid of and throw them at you. Just fucking take them. I don't want them. What the fuck, am I gonna do with storage totes? Store things in them, dipshit. I get, I'll, all right, I'll start putting my they're, backlog they're, in them. They're small. <laughs> they're they're like for cereal and like rice and shit. Don't they're not for this. Well, I mean, you could, I guess. I could, yeah. 
You throw your like bits and pieces in there. Whatever. I'm not going to use it. Pokemon card. This is like we're pl- we're recording in my fucking backlog room. Literally a room dedicated to my backlog. <laughs> I just appreciate the scenery because like it makes me feel at that's, peace because I like that's that. That's totally thing. going away at some point. That's fine. Just, I could enjoy it for the. Moment. I could enjoy it when we're being fucking stuck in the you know middle of do? winter. I'm gonna set up a fucking TV. And I'm just going to have it play like ocean, <laughs> like ocean scenes. <laughs> I do that on my own. If I take a nap, I usually play ocean music or like that waterfall probably sounds. Reduce, that's probably you know, something we could you do know for what, like uh, bar. You know what I did at one, you know what I did one time as a joke? <laughs> I played uh, African tribal music to go to sleep to, which is apparently very soothing because I fell right asleep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I like waterfalls because I have tinnitus and it actually drowns out the ringing in my ears. So. I literally put anything on and I just don't care. Whatever I watch, oh, I'll just put it on and <laughs> let it go. Let yeah, yourself no. just, just drift off into, into the loving arms of sleep. The second, the second I lay down, it's over with. Like, yeah. that's just it. Like, I'm done. I was laid down in my chair right now. How about that? I mean, I passed out over at a friend's house. Yeah, see, I wasn't joking. I mean, I could sleep during the podcast. <laughs> if you could do that IRL, that'd be pretty impressive. You doing it while we were interviewing Tara was pretty funny. Yeah. Funny enough for him to keep it in there. For those that don't know what we're talking about, was it like, oh, fuck, we've done 50, this will be 52? 52. 52 episodes, and one of them, Drew fell asleep. Not while Drew, I Orlando fell asleep. Orlando fell asleep while we had a guest on. And uh, it was right at the end. <laughs> we all just stopped because he was snoring. We so. could have muted him, but we left it in because it was pretty fucking hilarious. I don't think I could have. Well, no, you we can. Could've... You can mute. The, you can mute them from. Uh, they were. He, they were in Skype, so we could have just clicked yeah. on his, oh, clicked okay, on his okay, profile. Okay. And it don't matter. Him. It makes great fucking history. Hey, <laughs> what happened? If we ever we ever shoot big, hey, um, that's should, a valuable mo- classic we should, we moment to pay, remember. We should pay an artist to draw uh, Lando sleeping on a T-shirt. <laughs> As our merch. Stay sexy. <laughs> Stay sexy. Go fuck yourself. With just Lando falling asleep. <laughs> Stay sexy. Go fuck yourself. Already on it. I don't need your help. What are we doing here? What are we doing? Scary movie two, all over again. It'll just be it'll just be Lando sitting in a chair asleep. And it'll say, who fell asleep? <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, Lando, you want to tell us what this Peter Dinklage bullshit's about? Yeah, let's go ahead and get this out of the way. Uh, I just happened to pull oh, up an article from... Uh, oh, there know, you go. What's it called? Radar? <laughs> <laughs> fucking guy. <laughs> fucking guy. So, Peter Dinklage, bashed by fellow actors, claims woke millionaire cost them their jobs after calling Disney's Seven Doors remake backwards. Peter Dinklage is under fire from other actors in the dwarf community after comments he made to Disney regarding their plans for a live-action Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs film caused by the company to change their vision. According to Daily Mail, the 52-year-old Game of Thrones actor is in hot water after he called the concept of the Seven Dwarfs offensive to the dwarf community which allegedly prompted Disney to cancel the seven roles, in, ru- in turn ruining what many believe would have been an opportunity and a chance to fulfill a dream role. Well, ain't he a cock block? <laughs> well, so what exactly did he say? Like, he just said it was offensive? Because... Yeah, he called them offensive for saying that it, uh, saying the whole thing was... Uh, the, whole, the idea of the seven tours was an outdated and an offense to the community. That's, uh... How old is... We're getting asked how old Peter Dinklage is. 52. 
52 God years damn. old. damn. Here's your answer. 52. I, I mean, if you're going to say the Seven Dwarves, the remake of a Seven Dwarves movie would be offensive, at the same time, you'd have to call like a remake of Wizard of Oz offensive. Right? There are some who actually do. Well, yep. it's the same scenario then, is all I'm saying. So there's people in the in the dwarf community that are mad because it's it's acting opportunities for them that they lost. There were lost. seven people that got fired. Because and he they, wasn't one of them. He wasn't one of them. He wasn't even a part huh. of this film. Yeah, I don't think that's right then. No, it's not right. I mean, because you have seven actors you just put out of work that for a specific role that they were trying to fill. So. Exactly. That's kind. That's ultimately. That's an ultimate dick move. But fuck if they're gonna if they're gonna go it that way, might as well go the virtual route. Have them fucking remake uh, Snow White and the Seven Clever Boys. <laughs> oh Jesus Christ! Fuck yeah! If anybody knows about that sh- that fucking monstrosity, they should remake Pirates with a bigger CGI scale now too. <laughs> if anybody knows what the fuck we're talking about, you'll get it. <laughs> Wasn't it Peter Dinklage? Was Peter Dinklage an elf? That's a good question. Uh, I have no idea. Wait, was he in Bad Santa? No, that wasn't him. Was it? No. He was. He was Miles Finch. <laughs> that, yeah, that was Will Ferrell's boss. He called him an elf. And he told him to... He told him if he called him an elf again, he was going to kick the crap out of him. And he dove over the table. That's pretty fucking funny. You've never seen Elf? Uh, I've seen Elf before, yes. I haven't seen Bad Santa, though. Oh, I don't think he's in Bad Santa. I'm looking it up right now. Bad Santa's fucking hilarious, man. If you're into that, oh, if you're into that out, no, outlandish humor, it is the shit. Billy Bob Thornton, man. Alright, let's see. What was he in? He was in... Oh, my God. Um, the Dwarf... Uh, Wild Bunch, Thicket, Brothers, Toxic Avengers, Hit Pig, American Dreamer, Heads uh, Will Roll, Phoenix Games. That was Angry Birds the 2, the movie, apparently. Um, these are all newer. Hold on. Before Game of Thrones. He was in X Men Days of Future Past. Yes, he was. He just played uh, uh, Trask. not showing bad santa but he was in it that's fine i was just wondering i that was um are you talking about his sidekick from bad santa that wasn't him that was a a black guy you're telling me i mistook (laughs) a black person for a white person jesus christ i i'm if you're talking about if you're talking about uh Billy Bob Thornton's like sidekick, the the elf that was with him. Yeah, that was a black guy. Dude, I haven't seen that movie in ages. I could have sworn, but hey, whatever. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. It's Tony Cox. Damn, I'm an idiot. That's why. That's why I was confused. I was like, I don't think he was in like Bad Santa. Oh my god, I'm a fuck up there. <laughs> Snow White and Axel Braun parody. No <laughs> white and the seven clever boys. Jesus Christ! If you pirates, kn- what was the Pokemon one called? 
Oh my god! All right. Powermon. I'm about to fuck up my my search history here. Chin Pokemon. <sighs> Peter Dinklage, why'd you have to ruin other people's lives with your bullshit? Because at the end of the day, he's a millionaire and has nothing to worry about. Everybody else has to eat shit, but not him. Eh, I got nothing. What? I'm just saying. He's just a jackass overall. I'm not arguing with you. I think you're completely correct. I'm just saying. That, no. I mean, what, what what's his next what's his next troll going to be? He's going to go back and pre and, and retcon, you know, how, how the Munchkins were were exploited, even though they finally got their Hollywood their their uh, their names on the on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Going to find some way to you know fucking take a big greasy shit on that too. That'd be nice of him. Well, just I don't to, know, just man. Because he's, he's on a fucking roll now, why stop? Oh why not God. bury? Why not bury everyone else on, uh, under mounds of fucking uh, of your bullshit at this point? Sure, why not? Talk shit about fucking Vern Troyer, even though he's dead. I mean, okay, so his porn will live on well beyond. Apparently, I'd rather remember him as fucking mini me. Thanks. I'd rather remember him from the Imaginarium of Doctor Parnassus because at least I want to give the guy a good thought in his head. Jeez. <laughs> oh my God. What? Alright, I had to, I was trying to find the name of the Pokemon one. There's 25 of them, and I did not know this, but here's the first, here's one of them from 2015, Wood Rockets Strokemon. Oh, we're talking about porn parodies, aren't we? We 100%. Uh, ass Sex Legends, instead of Ass Bex. Oh, boy. <laughs> Children's anime! Oh. There's more tentacles in it, doesn't it? Mm. Oh, what is this oh that's just funny. Sex invertebrates. That's just funny because I found a meme of a of a of a little of a little anime girl with a dried up tentacle and she's poking it. It says, <laughs> "Come on, there's two hentai stuff." This is just, <laughs> hold on, these are just video game ones. There's a Red Dead Redemption one called Red Dead Erection Two. What the fuck? It's not even a good pun. God damn. <laughs> Call of Booty, Modern Warfare. <laughs> No, nah, that one's too Low easy. Low hanging fruit. <laughs> that one's too easy. Come on. Oh, hold on. There's, there's got yeah, Poon Raider. No, nope, never mind. <laughs> that was too easy. God. I get it. There's only so much you can work with. But if you want to grab me, <laughs> at least make your puns something I have to think about before I, you know, start stroking it vigor vigorously. <laughs> Before I start slapping my salami, I want to have a moment of fucking introspection. No, hold on. There's Grand Theft Auto. No, that's just terrible. That's fucking uh, awful. And that's what you get for that one. Oh, damn. Oh, my God. Fucking why? I don't know why I did this. Why did I do this? We were... You've gone down a rabbit hole. I don't know how I did this. What the fuck how is wrong I with here? you? We just, went, we, we just started looking up Peter Dinklage's roles and it went to video game porn. No, Peter Dinklage's no. name is a fucking porn no. parody <laughs> in and of itself. No, 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 no. I went down movie parodies, okay? Because you wanted to bring in the Seven Dwarf one and I just started looking up. I was looking for the porn, the, the Pokemon porn one and I just, I pulled up a fucking list of 25 video game ones. Snow White and the Seven GT Hey <laughs> Snow White and the Seven Pearl Necklaces What 
Oh God, what have I done? <laughs> you've, 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 you've gone, going G4, down the rabbit hole, friend. G four for more horse. That's that right there. Oh. Is, this, that's gonna be the title of this one. G four. G four doesn't. G four doesn't need any more fucking bullshit. No, I didn't see one for Sword and Shield. But I don't want to even talk. I don't even talk about Frost or any of that bullshit because it's still going on. Oh yeah, you mean like when she deleted forty-seven thousand fucking tweets out of her fucking account? Dude, what? Ha- okay, I, the aftermath of that went on for like a week and a half. It's still going on. Yeah, it's, no, it's yeah. still going on because she called out. She called out YouTube channels to uh, go and interview her. Except she only wanted to interview. She only wanted to be interviewed by the largest youtube channels oh i was about to say i'm like she can just fucking come on our podcast nope she She wouldn't come on our podcast if we paid her ass nah well that was basically it she was (laughs) claiming she claimed that nobody would take her offer that every single youtube of course because she's a fucking coward i'll take her goddamn offer sure well Well, the thing was there were so many so so goddamn many that apparently according to uh rumors from the the underground and this is thanks to uh you know, Clownfish TV, who pointed it out because they were told by it. I haven't caught up on um, that shit yet. That the higher ups at G Four were so pissed off at what they were doing that uh, they told her to scrub everything. So her Reddit history has been fucking scrubbed, and her Twitter has been fucking scrubbed. That Reddit, that that Reddit history, that actually affects her if she scrubs it, because I think that actually affects her. Uh... No way, her newest tweet isn't from her last tweet isn't from is from uh, January twenty sixth was her last tweet. Wow, fucking burn it all to the ground! She literally apparently. scrubbed everything. The problem with that is, is you you have to imagine the autistic nature of the internet. They're probably they they probably already have all that shit backlogged are, on a goddamn they, archive. They somewhere. archived a lot of it, but not everything. Just because enough, I imagine. Forty seven thousand tweets is not going to. Who the get fuck archi- has the time to be doing forty seven thousand fucking tweets? Well, you all, well you know for a Seriously. fact she didn't do it alone. Oh. Obviously, she didn't do it alone. No, and th- th- she had probably had an assistant or someone who went through and just went, you know, just fucking burned it all to the ground. But again, I just like I can't in my in my, in my heart in my mind imagine being on Twitter so much that I am tweeting that much fucking content, useless bullshit in some cases. Ugh, that's what happens, I man. Mean, that's what happens when you decide to let uh you let the idea of fame equaling money get the best over you. Fucking Christ, dude. But Could yeah, somebody hold on. What? Somebody actually tagged me in miniature news, and I don't know who this guy is. Okay. Fantastic. All right. Well, next time we'll just have to cover that. Whatever. I'm gonna. Otherwise, I'm gonna be completely. Considering I sent the it. link out for the stream to a bunch of people, I imagine you're gonna end up getting more people coming in. Hopefully. Do you know Star Dog Champion? Who the fuck is that? LV Teacher. Nope. They specifically tagged me. Sweet. We're getting people we don't know. Fine by me. But yeah, I sent I uh I sent the link to this on Facebook and I sent it on my Twitter. So fuck we, yeah, might as well, right? Hell yeah, man! This might be from LVO from an hour ago. Yeah, yeah. This is from the LVO. We I'm not covering. Okay, so um we're gonna talk about some miniature shit tonight, but we're not gonna talk about a lot of it. But LVO happened this weekend, which is part of the announcement. Yeah, going over that. But I didn't. I don't know who this guy is. That's weird that I got tagged by that. But anyway. I don't really check my Twitter. I should probably start doing that, huh? <laughs> I, I mean, if there's anything to look at. <laughs> yeah, no, there's really nothing to look at. <laughs> no, I like, so. I'm barely on there, and that's just for my mental health. 
And good on you, man. Good on you. But the people I follow still, you know, they reach out to me every once in a while. I still talk with, like, Blue Williams. I'll, I'll chat with her every once in a while. There's a bunch of other people I, I still reach out to. Tara Sophia is still on there being... Fucking... I thought she ghosted everybody. Tara? She, yeah. No, she's still on there. But she keeps having to bounce to new accounts because she constantly keeps shit stirring. That's what ends up happening. Fantastic. And I'm still stuck here. And I'm still apparently live. So all of the shit talkers that... Want to try to take me off on TikTok Live or take me off on TikTok? You know, come on, come on. <laughs> Look, I, I don't think China is going to be very impressed with the shirt that they no, can't read. No, no. You know what happened? And this is the fun. This is part of what, like, what I, I showed you guys before. So I, I called out a homophobic guy on fucking TikTok, and um, his wife decided to get in there and be like. Uh, you guys called him racist and this and i said i didn't call him racist i called him homophobic because i never pushed the racist racist topic on it and she goes off the fucking handle and not once not twice not three times but four times doubled down like quadrupled down on the fucking colored community as she stated and that was her defense for him not being racist i was like oh my god like you can't be dumber than this. Like you can't be this dumb. So are, are they fucking kidding me with this nonsense? No, they're not. And of course, like I'm the bad guy now. So isn't that your? Isn't that like your role in the celestial order? Apparently, yeah. You're, you're, I make a great villain. In the so. words of Fat Joe, y'all, y'all need a person like me to point yeah. your fingers at. Well, I, the fu- the funniest, I have to say it and not say the. Thing the, is, <laughs> the funniest thing is, is that I'm being called what? I'm being called a fake activist. And I'm only doing it for clout. A fativist. Yeah. You were fat. Yeah. <laughs> I, I ate a lot of fast food. <laughs> Don't, as long as you're not eating a lot of dick, that's all anybody yeah. cares about. No, but Isn't that considered fast food to some? So I'm, I'm a fake, I'm a fake if, activist. I mean, if you're working a one-pump chump and then you mean you're like, never mind. We're getting, <laughs> we're getting to a weird place here. And we're already talking about porn parodies. I'm going to keep rolling forward here. Keep yeah. Go back to what you were talking about. Anyway, so I get called a fake activist because I don't put what I do for like uh lgbtq communities and like um black communities i mean i don't really i stand up for people who are being targeted with racism but i don't really get into that like business of everything but like lgbtq stuff like yeah i've i do a lot of stuff that i'm not like i don't fucking publicize i'm not one of those guys that goes around with a fucking camera you're like hey look what i'm doing today guys i'm feeding the homeless people here's a thousand dollars you know what I mean? Like, I'm not doing... If, like, that's clout chasing. What I'm doing is calling somebody out on their fucking bullshit. Didn't Moist so. Critical recreate the entire th- uh, uh, stage for... Uh, what the fuck was that? Squid Games? And, like, actually... No, it wasn't. It was Mr. No, it was Beast. Mr. Beast. Mr. Beast, Mr. Beast did. did it. And he got so much shit for that. That was fucking mm-hmm. hysterical. Like, you're yeah. going to use that money to actually, you know, help people. Oh, yes, because he probably wasn't donating to a whole bunch of fucking charities to begin with. Right. How would you go sit and spin? That sounds like yeah, a good you thing. Get, you sounds like those folks just want that once you start doing it, then you should always do it 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 365 days a year, no fucking breaks, better be on your shit every single time or you're not doing or you're not really doing it. Uh, right. Go fuck yourself. Right. Exactly. Because uh, I, I don't know about anybody else, but I'm pretty adamant about not eating Chick-fil-A. Like, Straight up adamant about not eating no, no. Chick-fil-A. I mean, no, good, no. good on you. you have, there's a requirement now, and I've talked with this with a couple of friends. 
Only gay people can eat a Chick-fil-A. That's the rule. Okay. Because I'm still not doing because it. one of our mutuals <laughs> who's gay eats there all the time. Okay. And he loves it. And that's the rule. We sent we send he said it himself. He's like, we send all the gay people there. There's actually a parody about Chick-fil-A the only time, done by trans and gay so people, the other, and it's hysterical. That's actually other, hilarious. The other option, oh, it is. It's fucking hysterical. It's Hobby Lobby with their fucking uh, anti-birth like uh, control shit and their fucking their the anti-gay su- stuff. And give the Supreme Court some time. They might do, they might do that for them. Well, just, I don't know. Is that whole Roe v. Wade thing's going going down going down? Yeah, well, with the, but with that's that my point. I don't shop at Hobby. I don't shop at Hobby Lobby unless I'm forced to by like somebody giving me like a fucking gift card. Like I don't go out of my way to go to the Hobby. What are you gonna Lobby. buy from Hobby Lobby? Fake they plants? They sell Gundams now, apparently. That's fucking when? I don't fucking know, man. I that's don't know. that's insanity. But that, but that's, I actively go out of my way because. I'm a firm believer in vote with your money, right? Yeah. Vote yeah. with your wallet. So if you don't like something that's happening, don't fucking spend your money on it, right? Yeah. So and, and also don't make a big fucking deal about it. Well because people who like to yeah. grandstand be like, I'm not spending my money there. How about you just go and not do it? Like Right. When people ask me if I want to go to Chick-fil-A, I'm like, I'd rather not. Right. <laughs> I don't have to <laughs> I told I don't my have to I, fucking I, explain it simple. Anybody. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> that's what I say to that. But Right. Yeah, the, the the Dinklage thing's fucking ridiculous. I'm uh, so fucking tired of all the bullshit. But let's get to something more, more exciting. Kamigawa spoiler season started. Wait, wait, can I talk about Naruto, the fucking Pokemon game? Oh, yeah, sure, why not? You, talk about Arceus, because you're probably the only one who's actually played that game yet, and so you probably have a good opinion I played, on it. Oh, my God, I kind of... This was the most anticipated I'm, game out of... I, I haven't gotten it yet. But I don't. was super excited for it because of, I'm a Pokemon fan, and you guys know how much I hyped it up. I'm super. Ex- like, I was super excited for it because it was different from your typical from your average shelf Pokemon game. It so, is different. Okay, so do you like Monster Hunter? Not a fan of Monster Hunter. Okay, you're not gonna like this game. <laughs> I'm telling you right now. So remember how we said that part of the RPG thing is the grinding part, and that's part of the game. Well, for this. So you have to complete the missions to fill the Pokedex. And to do that, you have to catch Pokemon like you did in Let's Go Pikachu, Let's Go Eevee, where you had to constantly, you know, catch Pokemon, right? Yeah. To do, like, all the side missions and then the main missions and stuff like that. Well, you also have to collect um, items to create things. Like, you could buy your Pokeballs, but you're you're given um, plans to craft your own Pokeballs and craft your own potions. And you can literally wander around just like in Breath of the Wild and just pick up everything. Like pick up rocks, pick up plants, pick up berries. You can catch uh, Burmy in the beginning area out of trees because the trees will shake and stuff. Same with the rock piles. If the rock piles shake, a Geodude's probably behind it. And I'm assuming that's the way it keeps going in the game. And then it doesn't it it doesn't region lock you like Monster Hunter does. Like you know, there's like an end screen that you would hit and then you'd be like, oh, I can't go any further. Like, we got to go back type thing. It doesn't lock you to the region, so you can easily go into higher level areas. So from the main area, I went uh, east and I ended up in like a level 40 Rapidash and everything on my team was level five. Like, that's not okay. <laughs> but well, trying to beat this Pokemon up with my bare fucking fists. Right, right. But you can run from everything. You don't have to stay in anything. So one, if you you throw the Pokemon out there, it'll put you into a fight sequence, right? Um, once it kills the Pokemon, if you don't put one out, it takes you out of the fight sequence and goes back to the open world so you can just run away. But as you're running, it will attack you and chase you. So, like, it's not 
it's it'll t- it chase you to like a certain point. There's like an aggro range to it, whatever. Um, so I mean, I like it for the Pokemon side of it because the story's kind of off. It has that Monster Honey Monster Hunter choppy feel because every mission progresses the story type thing. Okay, and it's 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 very choppy. It's not fluid like a normal Pokemon game is. I'm going to say this: is the combat actually decent? Like the combat's the same as a normal Pokemon game. Okay, so I might actually like it because the only reason why I'm not a but fan of But you don't of Mon- have to go into combat. The only reason why I'm not a fan of Monster Hunter is because the combat is simply too slow for me. Okay. So they have um I haven't gotten anything to use a strong agile strong style, agile style, and there's another style I think. There's three styles. I haven't done any of those three styles yet. But I have fought um the um what's it called's name? The Scyther evolution. Oh like yeah, they were saying. the the rock one. He's or the axe one. The, the one with the yeah, axe he's axe. a rock type. Oh, I didn't know. I didn't have him caught him yet. Yeah. So, um, the story puts you into these like fight sequences and type things. You don't usually you don't use a Pokemon to fight him. You they give you a bag of like purity stuff and you have to throw it at him and you have to get close to him and then he attacks you. So you physically have to dodge with the trainer. You dodge, throw stuff. Like it's not a normal normal fight scene, so like that part is fucking cool because you can move around a little area, throw the dust at him, and then the fight happens. He can run into wall. You can use the terrain to like stun him and shit like that. So that part of it I like. That's cool. The normal Pokemon stuff though, you can sneak up on every fucking Pokemon, every single one of them. Just sneak up on them and throw a Pokeball at them. If you don't catch them. They go red, and you can either run away from them and throw a Pokemon and actually get into a fight. You're never forced to actually fight everything. Okay. Minus minus a few. The higher evolutions will automatically... Like, if they see you, they're attacking you. So, like, if you hit them with... Um, and then it has the the vision bar, so, like, they can see you, you've been spotted. So it's the red, the red eyeball at the top of the screen. Uh, it couldn't be an exclamation point. Yeah. <laughs> If you, they have a backstab uh, ability with the Pokeballs, like if you get catch a Pokemon from behind, it it does this auto sequence, like not auto, it does this like backstab sequence. So you like crit auto crit with the Pokeball, you have a better chance of catching it. Um, you can throw food at it to distract stuff to catch it better. Um, the Pokemon will fall asleep in the open world, so you can sneak up and catch them that way. Uh, there's different types of balls. There's like uh, there's a heavy ball that I have right now. Where you can't throw it a far distance, but it'll it won't it'll keep it'll have a better chance of catching catching a certain type of Pokemon, right? And there's another one where you can like launch it type thing, so you can catch because you can catch Pokemon like out of the air too, like the Stravias and stuff that are flying around. If you ang- if you angle it right, you can catch them straight out of the air. Like by now, just I kind of now I kind of wish the game to set place like even further back like millions of years ago so you could be haunted by fucking aerodactyl flying in the air yeah so <laughs> it doesn't the story doesn't explain itself too much uh steel type yeah so okay so the the story doesn't explain itself too much but um you fall from the sky right in the beginning you just fall through this portal in the sky yeah because so apparently it, you're going back in time with yeah Arceus. it's time traveling basically Oh, did you see the leaked uh, the leaked Arceus forms? No. So apparently, Ar- I haven't followed any of the leaked forms. Okay. Do you want me to tell you? Yeah, go ahead. Because oh. I don't like I'm gonna play the game either way. But. Okay. So apparently, there are two new Arceus forms, and they're based on Dialga and Palkia. 
which would explain the Diamond Clan and the Pearl Clan. Yes. Okay. God, I hate them. <laughs> <laughs> it, all I'm going to tell you is most people hate it. Yeah, I don't. They, I, no, they 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 look so fucking dumb. Yeah, they've they messed up a lot of Pokemon. There's a lot of people complaining about certain Pokemon. I still haven't run into the Growlithe and the Growlithe evolution because the Growlithe evolution is the one that everybody likes. Um, I haven't run into. I haven't really run into anything. I caught an Abra. Here's the thing with this fucking game, you have to complete the Pokedex entries. So it gives you a list of shit that you have to do to complete the entry while you're out on your expedition type you're on an expedition yeah and there's different camps and at a certain point you can fast travel between camps you can even fast travel in the fucking town like you can go from one end to the other town by just clicking on a different thing on the on the map okay um so they make it so you don't even have to fucking travel the map really but you do because you have to find the pokemon right um where the fuck was i going with this you have to complete the pokemon you have to complete the po- pokedex entry so like for like Abra, because mine's already leveled up to a Kadabra, so it's like you have. I have to watch it teleport. Like it, ha- I have to see it use teleport, which means I have to hit it with a Pokeball, get it into combat, and watch it teleport away. Right. So now I have to go find another fucking Abra that if you like spook from like a half a map away. We'll just fucking poof on you and just disappear. <laughs> because according to the Pokedex, an Abra can fucking see you even when it's asleep. Right. From a distance. Oh my god, I fucking hate that thing. I got lucky because while it was in its teleport sequence, I hit it with a fucking Pokeball. Like, <laughs> so I got lucky with that one. Yep. But like, they still have the other stuff where you have to like catch the, the Pokemon, uh, trade the Pokemon, and it, it, it doesn't block anything. Like, you go your town is like your your main port, right? So everything you do is in that town. The biggest complaint people are having are satchel storage because you can find rare items out in the wild and you can pick up berries and apricots and whatever like out in the open will fill your bag instantly. So then you're playing you Okay, know, so it has two limited storage. 100%. And the, the only way to get storage is to pay someone. I had I've added six extra slots or i think no not six maybe 10 extra slots and now i'm at like a pay of like three thousand like whatever like the currency is to get a next slot and you only get one slot and it increases by 500 now yeah and that's I'm similar like, that's similar to breath of the wild with the uh, korok seeds where yeah. one you start paying in to get extra slots but each slot you gain, the next one is going to cost you more and more and more. Right. But the the one not... I'm at right now requires about 50 Korok seeds just to boost by one slot. Yeah. So the so this one, if you it gives you extra storage. So like you can store in your house in the town, and you can store at the camps. And then when you go to craft, it will pull from storage. So you don't have to physically have it on you. But you have to be able to put the items into those storage containers. Wait, so it's a one-way street? Yeah. Uh, there's no box. You just have to talk to a guard in the camp to well, change yeah, out ass- your... I'm going to assume that Pokemon regulations aren't this aren't strict th- back then. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But they have like they change a lot of the, um, the mechanic, but it's like the, a lot of the mechanics are still there. It's just, it's so weird, though, because it's like... It feels like ancient, like feudal Japan. So, like you have like everything's like kimonos. And, yeah, that's like, what it's sandals. And that's stuff what like it's that. based on. It's, but it's like, 
I don't know, man. I just there's something about the game where I just don't like it. it. It's slow, it drags, and like you can get bored really, really quickly, and it it sucks because it's like I've only been playing it for like what today's Saturday. I picked it up Friday. Yeah, so, so one really day. only like a full day, and I'm like already starting to get like bored with it. Like it's a fucking problem, man. <laughs> it's a problem. Yeah, that one. That's not that's not a good sign. No, and but diamond and pearl took me like a month to get bored with but i had beaten the game so like in my head i'm like i have to beat the game oh that's the other thing too every time you complete a pokedex entry it increases your rank and like every rank it it like gives you access to new things so like your ranks are like your badges so like i'm at rank three so i can my pokemon up to level 40 will you know react for me like respond for me and then i have access to create great balls and super potions like the the crafting thing so you have to do the missions to get ranks to progress the game it's oh my god it's a fucking headache and some of the stuff like there's one where i have to find a i have to show a complete cherum entry as like one of the missions to somebody and it's like a side mission i don't even know where the fuck to find cherums i haven't even fucking seen them and then i never found cherubi no and i got and i mean they're cherries right go find the cherry tree i got Dude, I'm looking fucking everywhere for these things. I got a Zubat mission, and I, I didn't get Zubat until I got to, like, the third area to, to show Zubats. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, why did you give me a mission that you know I'm not going to see until, like, way later? Like, uh So, yeah, I'm struggling with the fucking game right now. But, I mean, you mentioned about uh, Di- uh, Diamond and Pearl. And the thing for me is, I'm, bar- I'm barely finally getting into the actual game because I spent, like, three fucking months trying to shiny yeah. hunt a goddamn turt twig and i ended up giving up because you know i paid 50 dollars for this fucking thing i'm not gonna waste <laughs> the entire time just trying well, to hunt for a shiny starter we got tricked fit. we got tricked because everybody was getting it really early like everybody was getting these shiny some were getting early. it as early as 30 fucking encounters so that pissed me off but you want to know what annoys me even more after I gave up and started playing the game, started game playing the game normally, I'm like, I'm gonna go EV train my Pokemon because it's a lot easier with the experience mechanics. Yeah. Found a shiny Geodude in one day. A shiny Geodude! I can't get the stupid blue turtle, <laughs> but I get a golden nugget rock. Yeah, a golden nugget rock. <laughs> God damn! <laughs> By the way, I need to trade. <laughs> I, yeah. need, I need to trade it. It's it's a it, dude. I'm barely at Pastoria City. My Pokemon are at level dude, fifty. It's so easy to level. Up it is game. so fucking easy when my kid EV can training. help you. He has the games. I, well, do the trade. Well, I he, fu- he fucking answered. asked me at my kid's birthday party. <laughs> like, well, you're friends with him. Like, I just help. sent the message. That's yeah. all. That's all I did. All you had to do is wait. All you had to do is wait. <laughs> I, I, I did you. wait. I am waiting. What are you talking about? <laughs> I'm not demanding people. I'm like, hey, do it now. Yes. Do it. <laughs> but no, I'm not I'm doing. Gonna, it. I'm gonna go grab my switch right now. <laughs> Let me just start playing on stream. <laughs> what the fuck? so yeah no um as of right now i have to give rcs if it was a letter grade a c i'm not like i was super hyped for it and and a lot of people are a lot of people are really enjoying it so i'm rather surprised but okay yeah fair enough it's because because of me because like yeah you were hyped for it i was so hyped for it 
I first off, I even forgot it was coming out until GameStop called me to come pick up my my pre order copy. So I was like, oh shit. So then I go pick up the pre order copy and then I start playing it. The fucking intro to the game is long as fuck, dude. It is the longest intro to how to catch Pokemon that I've ever ever fucking had to play. So yeah, it's the concept is cool. I think it could have been more refined, and it, it's very reps, reminiscent to Monster Hunter, like we had originally said when we first saw it. And I cannot like I bought Monster Hunter Stories two to see like maybe it would help. Monster Hunter Stories 2 feels like Pokemon Arceus. Okay, that's what you're saying. My thoughts were that it's just Breath of the Pikachu, but hey, you're it's, you're the one that played it, so yeah. I'm going to trust you on it. I mean, even Monster Hunter Stories is like more is like it's still open worldy. Like you can go to different zones with like the dragon and stuff like that. So it's like it's similar kind of, but it's like it, it, it feels very... It has that Monster Hunter vibe, and it's killing the game for me. And that's just how I feel. Fair enough. Not yeah. good, Different strokes, dude. Some people just every, aren't gonna... Every Pokedex entry is like a mini mission from the board in Monster Hunter Stories. Just because you don't have to go grab from the board doesn't mean the board's not there. Like, that's right. like... It, it's so comparable. Like, when you start playing it, like... I'll let you borrow Monster Hunter Stories too, and then you can see that game too, and you can be like, "Yeah, you were right." <laughs> like it just has that vibe to it. And I even like the story; it feels it feels rushed, but not rushed. It's it's so weird. Like it it it, it feels like a Monster Hunter clone. Like that's what it feels like. Fair enough. Yeah. All right. You think, they, you think they adapted to that style just because people were claiming that it was going to be Breath of the Pikachu? No, I think I think this was supposed to be like just an offshoot project, which it is. And just like, um, was it uh, Dungeons? Uh, Little Town Hero? Not Little Town Hero. The fucking um, Pokemon Dungeon, Dungeon Explorer? Uh, whatever. Pokemon Dungeon Explorer, Pokemon... Mystery Dungeon. Mystery, Mystery Dungeon. Yeah, Mystery Dungeon and... Uh, Pokemon Ranger. Pokemon Ranger, Pokemon Snap. Just, like, all those offshoots, like, they all have their own, like, succinct play styles to them, right? They're all different. It can't be Pokemon Puzzle League. <laughs> Where you fight the secret boss Mewtwo and he just goes, I'm going to win. I'm going to win. See, I don't know... Someone's saying, asking if it's another money grab. It's not... It's not a money grab. I think that this is the style that they want to move to. I just think that they they did it poorly. It's not like it's I'm a first iteration. It's a first iteration yeah. of something like this. Yeah, it's you like gotta how, imagine the next time they go around, if they continue on with the style, they're going to improve upon it. Yeah, it's not as okay, they should. Just right. like everybody complained about Sword and Shield, I feel like I'm complaining like this now, and I'm not even really complaining because it's Pokemon. Like I will forever play Pokemon. That's just my shtick. Right. So. It's. I don't necessarily think it's a money grab, but I think it's. Um, oh, that's Dynasty Warriors Nine Empires. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, they but released a the demo. They, they tried something new. You Dynasty Warriors and fans, you just, the style yeah. is just not my style of game. You're, why beat so, the like, dead horse? You can ride it. I can't in completely town. shit on the game. Exactly but right. I can definitely tell you what I don't like about the game, and that's just from my perspective. Because, like, I, if on the other casts we've said, if it's not your play style. Like, it's just not your play style. So it might be a bad game to you, but it might actually be a great game for somebody else. So I can't I can't completely turn off from this game. And I'm going to play it. Like, I'm. it's just how I am. 
but I definitely like later on today, um, before the podcast, before Drew even showed up, I found like I found it hard to stay focused into the game and was looking for other things to distract myself with. So, you mean you weren't charmed by the wooden pokeball? No. <laughs> it's cool though. It's cool that you get to craft your own pokeballs and you don't have to pay anything. I was talking about the regional Voltorb. I haven't found that yet. Yeah, it's a it's a block of wood. Well, a ball of wood. Fantastic. Yeah, no, I, there's a lot I haven't found. But like I said, I haven't been playing it as long as some of these streamers and some of these first day people have been playing it. So, all right, let's stop blue balling fun time and let's actually break down his game. Yeah. <laughs> da, 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 he, da, managed, da. he managed to stay the whole time. <laughs> <clears throat> now we can talk oh. shit about his game and then he can leave. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh, damn, savage. Like, fuck. No, so for anybody who's not listening, or I, yeah, he was on a podcast. It was just me and him, right? Yeah. And that was published. So, yeah, so it was uh, Funtime Nerds, who was on the podcast with the secret GP the last time, um, is created his own game. And we did talk about that a little bit while he was on. And we he gave us um, two starter packs. Not starter packs. Two starter decks, one of each, and then four booster packs. And me and Drew just split it two and two. So um, we didn't open up the booster packs yet. I think I'm gonna do uh, pack openings over on my TikTok. Um, so that way, I don't know. That way, I have some content, I guess. <laughs> well, that and you can but, plug. <laughs> that and you can plug his shit IRL. Yeah. Right. Exactly. <laughs> So, um, we actually, me and Drew, uh, Lando wasn't here yet, and Lando, I mean, he could learn it. He could have learned it. It's, it's not, relatively it's not hard to learn. Well, I mean, okay, so it is hard to learn, but it's not hard to learn, and we did have a few questions. But we did give the game a good go. Uh, we did complete one go of, not, well, like half a go of the game, and then set it up for pictures. Um, because we figured after, I think we did, what, three rounds? Yeah, we went three, we went three, uh, three storms. Yeah, three storms. After three storms, we pretty much had a, the basis for the game down. Um, and yeah, so it's a fun game. It's very math clunky. And the math kind of throws it off a little because it's like you. So you have. You add everything up, and there's different categories. There's uh, sword, shield, and then... Uh, Movement. Move, or foot, whatever foot, it is. yes. We'll call it foot. <laughs> he doesn't label the symbols. So it's sword, <laughs> shield, and foot. <laughs> um, your foot determines who your initiative to who goes first, because everything kind of happens simultaneously. Um, the sword is obviously your attack, and then the shield is your defense. Um, and then each battle round... It's not even battle round. Each storm is... Deter- like determines whoever goes first and then if you beat their defense you win that round and then it goes to the next round of stuff after the aftermath and everything so everything happens simultaneously and then every round happens um okay fun time saying attack defense and speed in the chat he's gonna be on the podcast so this is just from our point of view right um so so if um say i have um, 15 speed and Drew had 7 speed I'm 15 speed I go first I'm automatically on the offensive and he's on the defensive 
So then all of my stuff gets added up for offense from my equipment to the character card and then any bonuses um, that happen from the cards, action cards, and abilities. And then that, if I beat Drew, so like say I have 20 attack and he has 15 defense, and I beat him in this action, that rounds over, he takes 5 health from his 100 health, and we move into the next round. So if so, since I won, it goes to home, his stuff lost, it goes to the graveyard, and then there's different actions that interact with home and graveyard and different um, abilities and stuff. So every, everything interacts with itself, which is kind of cool. But everything happens at the same time. So you set everything up at the same time, everything gets, uh, all the actions get done first, then the ally card, um, the character card gets flipped over, all that stuff gets done, and then the, um, I just fucking drop shit. And then the armory cards, well, which is like your swords and shields and whatever it is, your weapons and equipment, then all that stuff resolves. Um, it gets very, very tricky because you add all that stuff up when you go into the, the storm phase or into like the damage phase. <clears throat> and something can give plus three to everything, everything of a certain type. So then you have to add all that up with the plus threes and then hit interactions from your opponent can affect that. So it's minuses at the same time. It's a lot of math. You need paper. <laughs> um, yep. But once, once we figured out like how to do it, it just is keeping track of all of the triggers. Um, so I would recommend like tokens or dice or some way of like f keeping track of um the stuff before you go to add everything up because it's really easy to miss over a lot of the triggers that happen um but then after that like you have a hundred life um if you draw for some reason it goes this is where we had okay so this is where we had some questions if we draw the round does everything go to the home or do you continue in the same round and then just use action cards to buff or subtract to go to go about that um we didn't have an issue with that but that was one of the things that we were thinking we worried about. we could hit it we could hit a point where we stalemate and we weren't sure if we there was a break point where we can actually like go to the next round or do we have to just keep chugging along until someone actually you yeah know, damages so we, somebody. we hit we hit something like that because I had um, Grandpappy out with the stick and a sword. So I was hitting you for like 49. Right. <laughs> and then you were like, dodge. And I was like, okay, well, I'm going to buff my my armor so I take no damage. And then at the same time, we go into the next one. Uh, it's just go to the, is it the same characters? We don't change anything. And it goes by actions. So now I'm on the offensive again. And then he dodges again. And then... Since the action card was used, do I still have that minus or do I still have that plus? And then, um, my point at, yeah, no, we, we were, we didn't have problem controlling life, but we're just trying to figure out that other stuff. So then, um, that was the only, that was our last round and we we're just trying to figure out, does it keep going or do you reset that round? Do you draw ally cards? Do you draw, draw different armory cards? Mm -hmm. Um, if you draw completely, do you just start over? Um, that was, 
that's the only scenario where we think that, that things could get weird. Um, but two dodges kind of threw us off a little bit. Uh, but we just played it as he dodged, so then he went, I buffed, he did no damage to me, so then I went on the attack, he dodged again, the action cards that were played went to the graveyard, new action cards were played, um, and then we resolved from there. So that's how we did it, we're not sure if that was right, um, but that's how we did it. The other question we had was, or not question, the other thing we had was two-handed weapons, we didn't run into that issue, but the rule on two-handed weapons seemed a little little weird like um you want to play two armory cards but you have to play two armory cards for the two-handed weapon and then they it only counts as one thing um but we were thinking why not just go to just play the two-handed card and then fake um a one-handed like fake the other side as a with a one-hander and then you just deactivate the one-hander for the two-hander as like a fake um so that way you're not playing two of the same card or having to rely on waiting for two of the same card but then again i didn't we didn't really look through the armory to see what the two-handed stuff did yeah we tried to so, be as blind tested with this as humanly possible and yeah. kind of just read cards as we go along yeah just because we didn't want to we didn't want to take away anything any of the mystique from it where we just kind of read through everything and now that we have done the actual demoing I want to go through and look at the actual cards and get a general better idea of what each card does, you know, how allies synergize with different weapons, all that kind of stuff, and probably crack the packs just to see what's in there and what extra yeah. stuff's in I there. Ran, I ran into one issue where I used a weapon that demons couldn't use, so then I just didn't count it. I turned it sideways like you, you would do for the, uh, the two-handed weapon if you only had half of it. So um, paying more attention... There's a lot of detail on the cards. And that's not a bad thing. We're not saying that it's a bad thing, so. Okay, so the two-handers are strong. That's why he did it. Yeah, we just have to look through them. But, um, <clears throat> yeah, he's going to be on um, maybe our next cast. We'll do a, a virtual one and then have him on, and we'll just talk to him about it, um, kind of promote it a little bit more. But it, it's, it's, a, it's a nice game. It's very trigger happy. Now, I say trigger happy, not as in like, you know, it's gung ho, but it's like there's abilities and different things that different interact with each other mm -hmm. that you have to keep a hold of. So yep. if you're not if you're not following it closely, it's easy to miss something. But um, oh boy, I love chaining. Yeah. Yeah, do uh, the last says the Yu-Gi-Oh player. The That's last, why I made the comparison. Yeah, yep, the, the last the last freaking round when I had Grandpappy with the, a sword and his his switch, I was like, dude, everything gets plus three across the board. So then I had to remember that, and then magic items got plus one, so it's technically plus four on the switch. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on right now? And it was just so hard. And then of course I was it I double drew. I drew the spirit card, so then I was just like, man, it just got nuts. It sounded like a very lively game. Oh, it was. It, it, take, it takes more time. So the game, the game's fun. It is. It's oh, generally yeah. fun. It's, it takes more to figure out the damage step than it does setting up the game. Because the setup, once you learn it, is, it's quick. It's, yeah. just, it's quick. And then it, it, it dies off 
into like the damage stuff because you're like, oh fuck, I gotta think. And then you start writing shit down. I look like a fucking mad scientist writing down these fucking triggers and pluses and minuses and trying to keep a hold of fucking everything that was going on. Um, but that was like that was full blown like nuke mode, like Pappy is killing whatever it gets in front of him, just like Laddie is killing everything that gets in front of him. Right. <laughs> so yeah, it's um, it's fun. It is. Yeah, I mean, I enjoyed it. I think the aesthetic was great. It's fighting at, yeah. I honestly, the everything was per, was well constructed. The cards felt relatively durable. Uh, the the art was basic, but it it conveyed what it needed to convey. I think for your first game, fun time, I would give this a solid six or seven out of ten. Yeah. It, it 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 did what it needed to. It was crunchy in places, but I never felt overwhelmed when I was playing it. To the point where I wanted to put it down, I could keep rolling through the storms and enjoying myself as I kept playing and wanted to know more about it. So I did when I did solid positives for me from me brother. I got I got frustrated during the 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 pappy nuke because of the That's fucking you had your fucking bomb triggers. Out. I was like, God, this is just too much. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, um, it's it's cool because like all the weapons. If you hold on to them, interact with different ways. Obviously, you want to play them if you have them, because you only have a limited amount that you can play each turn. Um, and some of them synergize with different characters if they have specific right. traits. Right. Like there was a Bastet character that had, uh, you know, a proficiency with pole arms, and the pole arms gave bonuses, and the the Bastet character gave bonuses. So there's a bunch of things that you just have to keep track of while you're rolling through things for that kind of, you know, to make sure you have those synergies in place. Yeah. So it makes you think on your toes, you know, what resources you want to expend on the different rounds. It, it's it's perfect. It, it, it runs very well in that regard. And it also gives you some, a bit of customization, too, so that your characters are doing different things. So you feel like each round is a different experience within combat. Yeah. And then you have the um, the action cards were cool. <clears throat> There's three different action cards. The aftermath, which can only be done during the aftermath phase. The fog ones, which can be done during the fog phase. Which is where you deploy everything. It's the setup phase. Right. That's what it is. The fog phase is the setup phase. And then there's counters. And then there's the counters. And the counters can only be played if there's an open action slot. So it's you have to be very like tactical with it. Because you can put down an aftermath card that can set you up for the next turn. Like uh, Grandpappy's Whistle summons Grandpappy to the top of the deck so you're guaranteed to draw him the next turn so you have your nuke in hand and your opponent knows your nukes in hand so it's like do you play the nuke that round or do you wait the next round and you can so that 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 setup portion is pretty cool um but if you leave the counter open and you can counter with like dodges uh and stuff like that and or you can leave them open and not even have them in hand just to mess with your opponent um so there's a there's that cool aspect like tactical aspect of the game um but yeah, I mean, outside of the the fucking crazy algebra problems that we got to run, like it's it's a good game. It really is. <laughs> yep, I got no complaints. I honestly, fun time. If you ran for if you ran screaming into the hills with this game, I would definitely play any expansions you put out for this. I'm, I'm like I said, I'd give it a solid six, borderlining on seven at this point. It's it, it runs. The this vehicle runs. It's no jalopy. Yeah. <laughs> but that just means it has more opportunities to improve. Exactly. Right, exactly. 
Yeah. You have only you the only way up, only way now is up. Keep going, brother. I mean, it, honestly, like if you f- if you figured out a way, like I'm not saying you need to, but if you figured out a way to make the math simpler, um, <clears throat> and make that more streamlined, I, dude, it, it's it would be a ten out of ten game, like honestly. Yep. So, cause like that, that's the only thing really holding it back. And again, like I said, you have nowhere to go but up from here because you have a solid foundation for everything you've built. Yeah. It, it, your your qual- the quality of your product is absolutely amazing. And again, you're, you've got a great springboard forward. We're, we're behind you all the way, brother. And if you care about sleeving, you have to clear sleeve it. Yeah. There's or or multicolor sleeve it. Right. That's the only that's the only way around it. Multicolor <clears throat> sleeve or clear sleeve it, um, because there's. Uh, four different decks. You have your spirit deck, your action deck, your ally deck, your armory, and that's, that's it. Yeah, yeah. And that's it. Those are the four decks. So if you multi sleeve them <clears throat> and color code them, that that's another way to keep track of that. But yeah, no, it's it's cool. It fills like the way you fill your hand it makes sense. The way you shuffle makes sense. Your spirit cards are um, basic. Like you don't need them for everything, but you need them for certain like triggers. So that's that's a cool mechanic. I actually like that mechanic. Um. Yeah, yeah. Outside of the math, everything looks good. <laughs> and even the math you can get with a little bit of trial and error. It's all good. <laughs> yeah, if you're not dumb like me, you can figure out the math pretty quickly. Yes. <laughs> we we got it eventually. That's all that mattered. Yep. Yeah, keep up the good work. All right. And and final note that your game sucks. No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you're going to do that, you should open with the shirt first. Oh, oh like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, first go. of all, a fun time, <laughs> eat, a, eat a dick. Then it sucks. No. <laughs> Second of all, no. Good stuff. Uh, yeah. Rolling on to the to to our I guess final you know set in stone thing, I and mean, then we can go free form after this, and maybe you know answer some shit from the chat if you want. Um, Kamigawa spoiler season started. Yeah, I'm liking it. I'm liking what's come out. I like the feel. I know there are people who are naysayers when it comes to it because it's too cyberpunky. You don't like no, the cyberpunk not, aesthetic? No, no, I don't mind the cyberpunk aesthetic. I just can't get into the fucking cards. I don't know what it is. I literally, after seeing those lands, the only thing I can think about are those fucking lands. And you should, because they look fucking gorgeous. Yeah. I could have a whole but, deck of that and feel good about it. But um, Midnight Librarian from TikTok over here reminded me that the proxy community has been doing that for years, and now Wizards is kind of like roping it, like taking from their ideas trust me midnight i'm aware of this when they did the full text lens and the proxiers have been doing that for eons too it's a, it's just a thing that happens we just have to roll with it watsy's going to be behind the proxiers by at least a year when it comes to that shit i'm not worried and as far as i'm concerned if they make official ones for people good on them hey wolf king it's uh chef gary or uh gary the barbecue chef on tiktok it's part of his merch line i saw him fucking wearing it in a video and i went and bought it <laughs> Chef Gary is so fucking cool. <laughs> oh yeah, it's a it's the, the I don't normally buy tic, other people's TikTok merch, but I needed this fucking shirt. <laughs> Blowing out your fucking ass. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Good stuff. But yeah, um, 
I'm liking the stuff. Uh, there is a lot of fucking sagas this time around. Like this, they have common and uncommon sagas. I hate Some the saga f- mechanic, by the way. I'm I sorry, I can't help you. Uh, but they flip into creatures, so at least you at the end of it, you end up with something at the end of all of it. Instead that. of just dying off? Yeah, instead yeah. of it just going to your grave. It actually turns into something. It exiles and flips. Um, the legendaries are looking cool. They got a new uh, uh, series of dragons that when they die, they do something. All of them do really cool shit. The black one especially is pretty fucking cool. Um, I did notice that. They're putting out new shrines now, which are going to be enchantment creatures. So that's going to be nice for my uh, my five color Cisse, uh, um, temp, uh shrine deck because I actually have some creatures in the deck along with all the enchantments. Uh, so far, that's looking amazing. Uh, all of the legendary lands all have channel and they all do something interesting, and they all come into play untapped, which is really nice. Rats are getting rats are getting some um, support here too. The one rat that I really like, which is going to go into my um, the Zendikar Rogue deck. Is that uh, blue black one, the Demir colored one? Fuck his name. Uh, Silver Fur Master. Okay. He's. I mean, okay. So the ninjutsu, eh. The activated ability is one less for activated abilities, so it's better for like an actual ninja deck. But he gives plus one, plus one to other ninjas and rogue creatures you control, which the other deck is all rogues. Right. You it's get straight it, all rogues. It's a it's a it's yeah. another lord card. You want to have yeah. that. You want to have that extra coverage. Exactly. They've also put out new uh, creature equipment hybrids, which uh, they don't have equipped. They have something called. Uh, reconstruct i believe which changes it'll it basically transforms from armor into a creature like there's a pair of a there's things called lizard swords which gives a creature double strike or and it has double strike when it's a creature and there's like a a gauntlet that has a life length that when you when it, when it attaches something they have a legendary artifact called reality chip which uh does some stuff with the top of your deck and and when it's a equi- when it's equipped it does something they've changed uh they've added a new uh a new criteria to creatures now, which is modified creatures and modified creatures are any creatures that have any kind of counter on them, any kind of equipment on them or any kind of aura on them. Those are considered modified creatures. And they did that obviously because, you know, the whole cyberpunk aspect, you know, augmentation, you know, cybernetics and that kind of shit. So that makes sense. I'm liking it. I think the flavor is awesome. I'm loving all the uncommons and commons, especially because there's so many fucking sagas coming out. Um, Legendaries all look really fucking cool. Uh, they seem to be doing a, something specific with samurai this time around, where they get buffs based on if they're attacking by themselves, which is kind of yeah. cool. The whole standing alone, you know, against the a hordes kind of thing. So that to me, that seems like it's kind of re- harkening back to exalted, the, tra- the 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 exalted trait, which might actually stack with that. So keep in mind, look, keep an eye on those exalted cards if they're actually comes up with a, a deck archetype for like commander around Bushido and uh, or and or um, exalted there might be some crossover and those prices might start jumping so like cathedral of war some of the more uh, rare uh, exalted cards might jump up in price just keep it keep an eyeball on that the the card I've been eyeballing is farewell oh yeah That's because like a legit card exile everything <laughs> yeah just, just exile fucking everything any and you choose any number of them it was it Everything but planeswalkers, I think it's artifacts, creatures, land. Or, no, it's no land. So it's artifacts, creatures, enchantments, and graveyards. And, gra- and graveyards. Yep. Which is again having something modal like that where you get to choose, and it's a six cost. Yeah, yeah, fuck yeah. They haven't put out the art though. Yeah, there's no. That's why it says unconfirmed on it. I, 
The and then there's a few other ones that uh the new Praetor. No, Jinkataxius is fucking insane. So I just I, like fucking Vorinclex was. Yeah, he just he fits into the the whole Strixhaven like theme though because Strixhaven's whole uh, was it Quandrix was all about copying spells. The whole fucking thing is copying spells, mm-hmm. and this guy just falls right in line with that. Oh, dude! So like when I said that like Strixhaven is like the sleeper set, like I fucking meant it. Oh, yeah. Like it's hundred percent the sleeper set, dude. Wait until it goes out of complete, re- out of out of uh, solid, un- uh, not a print. Yeah, that shit's gonna start going up in price. Yep. If not the commander stuff, like the 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 main set stuff's gonna go up. And I'm not even talking about the mythical archives because those always have their own prices. Yeah. So yeah, I'm, I'm not. I'm not. No complaints. I would sit. I would sit on a couple boxes of that if I had the opportunity to. I wouldn't see a reason why you wouldn't be able to. But yeah. if you're going to do that, I suggest doing that with the collectors or doing them right. with the set boosters. Yep. Because those would have those have, high, have more high value. Yep. Not that I go into MTG finance, but if you were eventually like going to rip it for singles and like trade them, you could do that too, yeah. or just sell the box. So exactly, yeah. You're, the choice is the choice is endless at that it was point. Was a fucking somebody was trying to sell a new Phyrexia box for a thousand dollars, and I was like, damn. Yeah. That's yeah. like that's a fucking old ass set. Though. <laughs> yeah, it's new Phyrexia. And I believe there, I believe the Praetors were in that set, so yeah, there would there would be value in that. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah, good stuff. Um, no complaints so far, and we've got I think the eighteenth is the official release, or is that the pre-release? The seventh, they're announcing the um, commander decks. There's only there's two commander decks. They look good too. Their commanders already been put out. Yeah. Um, they and they look amazing. One deals with uh, modifications. Um, and the other one deals with uh, vehicle. vehicles. Yeah. And there's even a fucking mech you can you can have as your commander. That's fucking cool. Yeah. Um, let me look at the fucking release schedule on this because I actually know about this. We have to be, we have to at least be three weeks out. So all right. At least. Um, the pre-release events the eleventh. So the eighteenth will be the official release. Okay. Which is good because I've already pre-ordered uh, a set booster box because I'm not fucking around with that. And my, and my guy's going to have um, uh, the pre-release kits, even though he's not running any events at the moment, because a lot of places get the kits, but they're not really running anything because they, yeah. the, the COVID bullshit, which is fine. Do whatever my, you got to do to be my safe. Freaking, my shop always gets the pre-release stuff and then run, never runs an event. So, But he sells the pre-release kits, so, you know. Dude, dude, uh, That's the, what I did for Strixhaven. I got the um, Witherbloom one. Witherbloom and... Um, not Orzov. Uh... Um, uh, silver, silver quill. quill, silver yeah. quill. Yeah, dude, I've already picked up all of the the alternate arts for the elder dragons for that set because they were really really cheap, and I have all of the alternate arts for uh, all of them for Kaldheim. I have all three versions of Vorinclex and all three versions of Tybalt right now, and they were super cheap. Damn. I mean, Vorinclex was around thirty, but uh, Tybalt even the. They because they had the the weird Nordic version and then they had like the full art version with the yeah, different yeah, art. Yeah. They were still like fifteen. Like they weren't even that expensive when those sets came out. Those cards were like thirty a piece. Vorinclex yeah. is still holding its value, but Vorinclex. I, so I have the Phyrexian Vorinclex. So do I. And it dropped. It started off at like sixty or seventy, and now it's I think hovering around like thirty. Yep. Yeah. And then the the Nordic version of him too, where he's ripping into the meat. Yeah, that one I got too. So yeah, I have all the alternates for them. I, I just picked up all uh, or uh, or don't, don't say Nordic on this fucking thing, man. I know, it. but like don't what? Fucking do, it. do you want me to call it showcase? Is that yes? Better? The fine. showcase one. Showcase, fine, whatever. Fucking cocksucker, he gets no <laughs> fucking credit on this stream. Oh, <laughs> oh fair enough. 
You want anyway, to I'll call, I like it, no, I'll call it Nordic walking. track. How does that sound? There you go. Because you're fat. <laughs> I need one. <laughs> get on the elliptical. I should get a Peloton. <laughs> start start podcasting from a Peloton. Uh, the fucking um, Tamio. Yeah, that one. That one. You you messaged me about that one. You're like, wait, yeah. what the fuck? fuck? Yeah, a Phyrexian planeswalker. Yep, that complete. was crazy. Yeah, because in in lore, if a planeswalker is turned to Phyrexian, they lose their spark. It happened to Karn. Yeah, he lost his spark. He had to get a new spark. Ventura had to sacrifice himself to give him his spark back. They found a way to complete a planeswalker. So now they are a planeswalker and a Phyrexian. And now there's a new trait called complete where you can pay hybrid mana just like or the pay Phyrexian mana or you can pay life. But if you do there, there's a disadvantage to it. Like with Tamio, she comes into play with two less loyalty. Right. If you pay the life instead of the actual colored. Right. But her abilities are insane. Same with Tezzeret. Tezzeret's amazing. Tezzeret's and, cool. and the new ninja the wanderer. And the new the wandering uh, emperor, the wandering emperor, and the new uh, ninja planeswalker too. Where's the ninja one? Um, that one is he should be in there. He's Demir colors, I believe. Let me just look it up. Get look it up. List. There we go. I'm not even on mythic. I usually I'm usually on regular. I use magic. I've been using magic spoiler. That's what I'm doing right now. Oh, and there's a new fucking artifact that's essential. Oh yeah. Um. Shizuki. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, and there's a new artifact that basically functions like the old Kamigawa uh, mirror yeah, uh, mirror called, gallery. Yeah. Called mirror was it mirror box or something? Which is like mirror gallery on fucking crank. It's insane. Uh, it's not mirror box. What's the, I just saw it. It was a mirror box. Mirror box. I did say mirror box. Yeah. Yep. And uh, th- th- that made me. Uh, I have a friend who who I'm trading with because he wanted some uh, expressive iterations. Umazawa when. Umazawa was released and everybody thought it was going to be the most broken thing in the set. Like it's not, <laughs> it's just not, <laughs> there's some, there's some, I mean, it's, it's, it's on par with some of the other stuff that's out there. Are you picking up Unfinity when it comes out? Yeah. Okay. Are you going to go for the collector's box? The really expensive shit? Or you have a collector's box for that? Yep. Why the fuck would you? I, I, Dude, so, I those hate fucking collectors boxes. Oh, they're I just fucking, do. They're I fucking just miserable. Do. Except and for Strixhaven. I, I Strixhaven hate, was sexy. I even hate... Yeah, Strixhaven was good. Yeah, that's right. But you got that demonic tutor sitting over there that tells me you like yeah, it. Because Yeah, it's because like of the it. myth, myth, mythical archives, though. The um, But even set boosters. I fucking can't stand set boosters. But that's the only way to get list cards. Yeah. So it's like... I don't really care so much about the list cards because they're never anything ridiculous. The mystery boosters like tend to have more value. Though, I know. Even but I, and I haven't even drafted. I just opened the draft box completely. Right. But like I like drafting, so I just like for me draft boxes are have always been like my staple go to thing. But I'm gonna get a set booster for this one. So well, that's because that's the only thing available at pre release. They're right. only letting the they're only right. letting set and collectors booster boxes out. I actually haven't looked up the uh, the the buy box promo for that. I gotta look that. Oh, wait, wait, is it Umazawa? No, if it's Umazawa, I'm going to fucking flip my shit. It should say it. Sometimes it does. I haven't looked at it yet. But yeah, it's... it. it. Kamigawa Neon Dynasty. Uh, was it Biobox? Got it. Um, It is Satoru Iwa. It is Umazawa. It is Umazawa. Fuck yeah, and it's alternate art too. And he looks fucking sexy. All right, cool. That makes it even better. I'm even more. I'm I still want the Dracula ones. Oh, dude. Um, th- those dude. They still have those Innistrad uh, collectors booster boxes or collectors boosters at like Target. 
Is that what they come in? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I've gotten two of them. I've gotten uh, uh, Henrika Domrathi, uh, which is the weird, the three sisters. The weird sisters. Sinistra is just not selling, man. It's just, it's, that was a dumb, (sighs) for some reason they shit the brick on that one, and they shit the brick on, um... Oh, dude, did you see the video that the professor did about the double feature? That thing's a fucking homesick abortion. It's terrible. He has given it a solid F, like it's a fail grade. Because all they did was smash the two sets together into one set, which they should have done in the first fucking place. Right. And there's and nothing they, new they, about they, it. They black and white. All yeah, the, they turn yeah. it all black, the grayscale. And yeah. he's like, and, and you don't get anything extra other than the extra rares. Like, it's the same commons and uncommons. So there's nothing new. They didn't add anything of value to it. And they're charging as much as you would pay for a fuck, the du- fucking double master set. Fuck that. Yeah. Yeah, it's the right face to have. Fuck that noise. <laughs> uh, and you know what's going to be even more fucked up? Those cards are going to have their own unique bugs. So that means that because they're not going to sell that many of them, those cards are going to fucking shoot through the goddamn roof. That's yeah. how this is going to go because no one's going to buy them. It's stupid. Well, that's going to be... See, this is why I fucking hate the secondary market. It's going to come down because the people that are going to buy those boxes are going to be the people that are going to sit on them mm-hmm. and then sell them later and they have complete control of the fucking market at that point. Yeah, because they can set their own prices because yeah. no one's buying that shit. Right. But once those singles hit, those singles are going to be worth a fucking damn. This is going to be like the fucking merchant from Resident Evil 4. Got lots of good things to sell for you today, well, so, this, so this is the So this is the, the conspiracy theory, is that when stuff spikes in price, companies like TCG Player, Channel Fireball, and somebody else don't put their full inventory on the website. No, because that would be fucking stupid. Right. So they control the volume and how the pricing by shortening the the inventory yeah that's the theory and i'm i full well believe that theory isn't that technically so. illegal no why? why would it be illegal it's it's market manipulation but it's it's a gray area market manipulation it's not, it's stocks, not you're buying cardboard yeah it's it's not, re- it's not <laughs> remember you said it yourself it's not real money it's, it's, it's not real money until you sell it right yeah yeah the whole second the whole secondary market is literal nfts for nerds it's, <laughs> it's i i, I prefer the word sfts, SFTs semi-fungible tokens semi-fungible yeah because yeah, only there's a print run of them you only get so many of them yeah i mean and they're you, not worth anything until you sell them right so like yep. the the sure. 500 the what 400 dollars demonic tutor that i have sitting on the fucking desk over there it's not worth anything until i go to fucking move it yeah it just looks nice that's why i wanted it yeah. <laughs> there's your value the value yeah. is hey i like it that's why i'm keeping it hell yeah. I, and i ended up later finding the goddamn play mat for it so now i have that art and I found the flipping time warp uh, myth, uh, Japanese mythical ar- archive art as a playmat. And I'm like, yes. Yeah, nice. That's because that's the one I like. I still need that Japanese uh, uh, swords, swords of Pache. I never pulled that, sadly. Yeah, I, that one I feel like is more rare than half the other ones that are out there. Cause I saw Dark Ritual. Dark Ritual I have. Um, I don't have uh, Crux of Fate in. Fairy's uh, Protection I don't have either. I have Fairy's Protection. I don't have the Japanese. I have the regular mythical right, archive. The foil etched, or the yeah. I, I think that's what it's called. Yeah. Okay, so foil etched and foil like fucking make up your mind. Right. Just make them all fucking foil etched at this point because the foil etch is it's nice. It's a better quality and yeah. Well, because there's two different they they have the foil etching and then there's foil etched foils because like some of the regular cards have the foil outlines and like the gold and everything, but yeah. it's not actually real foil. Yeah. And then there's the foil etched, which for some reason hasn't been really popular. Dude, they did it for Commander, for the Commander, uh, Commander Legends, 
And like other than uh, other than the ones that got reprinted, like the partner commanders and yeah. like Xenagos, none of them have retained their value. You can find like most of those for dirt fucking cheap. And you figure it's the better quality of foil because like all the regular foils, they fucking curl like no, all of them have they, been curling. All of them. Every fucking one of them I've been getting, they curled. I think they've that s- ultimate fucking ma- that ultimate secret layer I got from the, my place fucking yeah. curled. Yep. I had to throw it right into the fucking binder because it was just going to curl. But the foil edge don't curl. That's no, what they I'm don't. Saying. That's what I'm like. How the fuck do they? Yeah. How do you fucking do that? Just, just put the foil edge. Fuck the foils. Make them foil edge. And fun fact, right now, old foils are spiking into the fucking ceiling. Shit prior to when they started changing the formula. Yeah. It's even commons are sitting at like 10, 15 bucks right now. If I have to buy a card, I'm never buying a foil. Fuck that. I only pull foils. I don't buy them. (laughs) The only reason I would seriously like, okay, I don't, (laughs) right. You either pull them or you get them. Like if they're cheaper, when you go into TCG player and like you optimize and you end up with a foil on accident, that's the only way I do that. I only, I only, only buy the singles if they were, if they were out of print already, like back for me, when I first started collecting Yu-Gi-Oh cards again, I wasn't collecting what was already in the market. I went right. and bought shit that was that I wanted back when I was a kid that I never had the opportunity to. For right. example, I went and the first three cards I bought were Horus the Black Flame Dragon, the the uh, the ultimate rare versions, and that shit was amazing because it was only worth like five dollars. <laughs> <laughs> Buy the dip. That's what that's Fuck what I did yeah. with that's what I did with Kaldheim. All those fucking showcase arts, they all dropped yeah. in price. Even most of the gods were relatively affordable, under ten bucks, except for like I said, Tibalt was like fifteen. Now if only they yeah. would lower the fucking price for the three the Portal Three Kingdoms cards and maybe we would fucking talk. Maybe just fucking I mean, proxy look, the shit out of it. Look, <laughs> just, fuck, if man. you keep bitching it, like bitching about this, I'm just gonna go get commissions a, a fucking proxy guy to make you every goddamn legendary creature for that set. I'll do it. I won't even feel bad about it. <laughs> it's like a dollar. I did that already with Legends. Like the, the the really expensive cards from the original Legends set, I'm not spending six five hundred to six hundred dollars for fuck that noise. For add an Oaken Shield fucking has his on Tamar. No. I had a proxier do it for me. I had them do it in a way that obviously doesn't they that, that card doesn't exist, so I'm not gonna get yelled at by what's his name. The that the the rip the the rip and ship guy that you eat. Thratosphere. Thratosphere. That's right, Thratosphere. I made sure that none of them were He's real. He's not watching this. I think I blocked him. <laughs> oh, fair enough. Well, fair enough. I don't have to cover my ass on that anymore. Yeah. Not that I really gave a fuck. Um. <clears throat> but yeah, like I like I don't. I'm never gonna get these cards unless I, you know, a family member dies and I suddenly find like a box of legends that they didn't that they didn't tell me about. Those cards are too expensive. They're climbing up in price. All the four horsemen sets are, dude. Commons from Arabian Nights, the cheapest one right now is seven fucking dollars. Commons. And it's been reprinted multiple times. The uncommons, everything, it's 40 and 50 and above. Don't even start in the fucking rares. They're going from like two to three hundred to almost a thousand dollars, depending on what it is. Jesus Christ. Yeah, there's a first it's the first official expansion from MTG. So so, so the joke is with uh MTG Doggo Dude and um oh I think he changed his name, Mr. Doggo Dude now. And uh, fun well, time. And- who knows? Maybe one day he'll grow and level up to Doctor. <laughs> no, Doctor Doggo. No, he won't. <laughs> Doctor Doggo. Um, the joke is, is we're gonna hold on to the to Fun Times cards, and we're gonna set the market price for everything. Was it the Lazy Titan card? I think is going for ten grand. Is that what we're saying right now? <laughs> so the the alternate art Lazy Titan. 
So, uh, all right. Is that all we got? That's all we got. That's all we got. I think that's all we got. All right. Anybody in the chat? There's nobody in the chat. It's fucking midnight and midnight does not interested in anything. And then there's fun time. <laughs> that's fine. It happens. Yeah, we're, we're, we did it later in the evening. We couldn't. We weren't going to wrangle that many people. Hey, I'm happy we had an audience. Fuck yeah! Yeah, that yeah, was, yeah, that yeah, was right. enjoyable. Yeah, there's actually I'll, I'll know the exact numbers afterwards, but I think at one point we had like twelve people in here. Nice. So, that's some. That's some value. Yeah. So yeah, um, follow us on all of the socials. Obviously, uh, you can find the link tree on my Twitter or on the Facebook page. Uh, follow me on the TikTok, obviously Angry Wargamer. Um, you got the Kofi. Find us on there if you want to have an say on what we talk about on the podcast. Go do that. Drop a dollar in there. And then, um, as always, stay sexy and go, go fuck, fuck yourselves. yourselves.